the program's perfect for somebody like me. And food was always my friend. I, I was always lonely, and, uh, and so I turned to food, like most of us do. Uh, when I was 20, uh, I weighed 241 pounds, and uh, I was working for a guy up in Los Angeles uh, on his racing cars. I met him at the racetrack, and he, and he, he uh, offered me a job working on his racing cars. So I moved up and lived with him in his big house in Arcadia, and uh, and he told me about a you know a diet doctor in Azusa, Dr. Stanley Z. Gilbert, and he gave you these little pills, packet of little pills, and he gave you a shot, and you lost weight. So I went over there for two bucks uh, every week. I got my shots and pills, and uh, and I was losing weight. And uh, and then uh, some lady died uh, from the pills and shots, so they he got sued and they closed him down. And so it was you know I was disappointed about that. And then, I moved back to San Diego with my mother, and uh, I, I told this lady uh, that I was working at, in a speed shop down here, and I told uh, Don Don's, uh, Wenzel on the speed shop, I told his wife, she says, where do you go up in LA? Uh, uh, you know, I, I used to go up there every week to get my pills and shots, you know? And she says, what, are, what kind of pills and shots are you getting, Dave? I said, well, they help me lose weight. And she said, well, can I see that? I said, I showed the church. She says, Dave, you can get those anywhere. But I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I had the little area that I lived in, you know, and I just couldn't see outside the box. So so that was my uh, introduction because uh, I, I had uh, nicknames all my life. We were talking about the other day. My nickname was Porky, San Diego Fats. I had all these nicknames, to, you know, and uh, got called all the names and stuff growing up. Uh, and uh, my mother would try to make me feel better saying, look, you're not a fat boy, David, you're just husky, you know? So anyway, I, uh, that, that, those were my struggles growing up. And anyway, uh, when I found I couldn't go see uh, Dr. Uh, Gilbert anymore, I came back down to San Diego and, and I went to the bowling alley where all those guys hung out. And, that, and there were just... A girl, I thought she was just a gorgeous thing, and uh, you know, and I dreamed about her. And uh, Judy Radinsky, and she saw me. I walked in the. I weighed 190 pounds, and I walked in the pool hall where all all the guys hung out. And she ran up and threw her arms around me, and said, "Dave Birds, you are so handsome. You look great." You know, and I could not say anything to her. I didn't know what to say. I I was afraid. It scared me, and I never, you know. Uh, that's not the image I had of myself. And so I know what I did. I turned around and went down to the speedy mart, which now they call 7-Elevens, and I got me a bunch of junk food. And, and then my weight just went, started going back up again. And uh, then I got married. And uh, uh, fast forward, uh, I found out about, I, I went to the doctor because I, I was I, I hit some kind of a bottom. And and I went to the doctor of internal medicine, Dr. Mary Janian at Kaiser Permanente, my health plan. And she said, uh, here's a food plan, follow the food plan and come and see me in a, in a couple of weeks. So I'd go back to say, hey, I lost uh, 15 pounds. You know, hey, I lost, just, you're doing great. See you next week. Keep following the, keep following the food plan. And so, you know, I lost, uh, lost almost all my weight, you know, and then the guy said, uh, Hey, you know we're having a Christmas party. You know, and, uh, you, you know, you're gonna eat something, are you? you know? No, I'm on the food plan. Just, you know, you can go back on that Monday. So, you know, I, I had all the goodies 
at the Christmas party, and uh, and I well, and, and Monday never never happened. Monday never happened, and so uh, then then they then they came out with the uh, the stomach bypass surgery back in seventy something, and so I went in there and I demanded. I said, look, this food plan did quit working. I want the bypass surgery, and she wouldn't give it to me because she said, I, "You don't have, uh, you're not at risk. You know, you don't have high blood pressure or congestive heart. You only give that to people that are at risk." And so, I couldn't get the. I was very disappointed. I went in there with my gun loaded. You know, I, I look at I, I, I pay sixty three dollars and forty eight cents a month for health insurance, and I, I want this. And she said, "No." I said, well, then I need psychiatric treatment because anybody that eats like you, I do and thinks about food all day long, there's something wrong with it, you know? That's not normal. And she says, well, I don't think you need psychiatric treatment. And she says, what I think you need is a support group. And she says, I only know of two, Weight Watchers and Overeaters Anonymous. And she says, the only thing I know about them is one costs money and the other one doesn't. So that's why you know me, this was free. And then of course, as we know, you have to pay the price and it's not you know not what we thought it was but so i came to my first oa meeting august 17th 1944 1944 that's right 1976 august 17th so um, i don't know how much time i have but um, i've never heard people talk the way you people talk i never heard people that understood my overeating or the way i thought about food and then you gave me the solution was to turn your will and your life over to the care of God. And that's the part, and, they, and the part of the meeting I liked was take what you like and leave the rest. So I left all that God stuff and that AA book stuff. And all, I left that out. You know? And I got a lady that was my food sponsor. What was it? Oh, I heard somebody talk. Oh, I was done. So uh, I got a lady who uh, was my food sponsor, lost all my weight. Lost it too fast, you know, got sick, you know, from losing the weight too fast because I was in a hurry, always in a hurry. And uh, so uh, I started, you know, my wife uh, said, well, you know, you've lost all your weight. Why are you still going to those meetings? I said, well, because there's more to it than just going to meetings. That's what they tell me. So this lady came and invited me to a meeting on Wednesday night somewhere else. It was a really big meeting, and she smoked the same cigarettes that I did. Gave me a cigarette. You know, we smoked cigarettes back then in the meetings. And uh, so I went to the meeting. My wife didn't understand uh, why I was going to more meetings when I lost all my weight. So it ended up me her divorcing me. And my divorce paper said, respondent suffers severe personality change due to the involvement in the program of Overeaters Anonymous. Quote, almost quote unquote. Got five more minutes, Dave. Five more minutes, thank you, Fred. And so, uh, you know, I'm this other guy I met at a meeting that came over from AA, Pete, he just got divorced too, he's sleeping in his car. I was sleeping on Rick White's couch, so we got an apartment and that's when the recovery came because he'd been in AA a long time. And he, let, he sat down with me and helped me write inventories and write 10 steps. And wow, did I learn a lot about myself. Boy, everything started to change then. And, and I was in so much pain, I finally uh, worked the steps with him. And uh, and then I, then I got uh, what happens to, to some of us that think we have uh, education and we know all about this program. And, you know, my argument was, so I've been the chairperson of the group. I've been 
a conference delegate. I've been, you know, I've been, I've been on the retreat committee. I've, I've led retreats. I've done all these things, you know. I coast a little bit, you know, and uh, and I'm running now. I'm running. I'm, I'm running every day, four miles, you know. So I can go down here and have some of this, and I can have some of that, you know. And and uh, well, you know, pretty soon I got too, I got too smart. If somebody said the program. Uh, isn't for smart folks, you know, you can be too smart for the program. I don't know if that's true, but in my case, I got too smart for the program. And so I had that relapse. That's what I look like. And then, and then, and crawling back from that was very painful. And I had to go through another 12 step program because I remarried again to a lady that had a little alcohol problem. Uh, and, uh, and so I went to this other 12 step program that teaches you to mind your own business. So I did, and uh, you know I can just shorten it up to say uh, when I came in, you um, the instructions were when I came in here in '76 was you got a sponsor, called your food in every day, weighed measured your food, no sugar, flour, or wheat products, and you made three phone calls a day and talked to somebody, and that's before cell phones and and I think before answering machines. I'm not sure. So I did that, you know, so here I am, uh, years later, calling my food in every day. Now I text it to about, I don't know, 16 people. I'm not sure. Sponsor a lot of, a lot of people. Thank God people let me sponsor them. And, uh, and I, I write my food down, I weigh and measure my food and I, I get up every day during this and I go, I go out here down by the beach and the cliffs and I walk for two hours, almost two hours. That's how I start my day and read my meditation in the morning, get on the 645 phone meeting. And, uh, and I, and I just started 76 years old. I just started making my bed every day. It makes me feel better. I, I, I got a journal. I, I put little stars in it when I, you know, when I do my meditation, I get a star for that. When I take my meds, I, take, I get a star for that. When I go for my walk, I get a star for that. When I go down and sit in the spa, I get a star for that. Take a shower, I get a star for that. Shave and get a star for that. So, you know, uh, we, you know, my belief is I beat myself up all my life. Now, the rest of my life, I'm trying to build myself up to where uh, I actually feel pretty good about Dave. You know, I've been through a lot, like everybody else has. Nobody gets through their life unscathed. But uh, I learned about grief in 2014 when my wife passed away. I learned about grief. So, yeah, one more minute, Dave. All right. Thank you, Fred. So, um, October the 1st, about three days ago, I got to re revisit that six years after that she passed, you know. And I, you know, I, I, I thought, well, I got through, I got through that fine. And well, until her daughter put something on Facebook with all her pictures on it. And her son called me and said, I miss mom, you know, I wish I could have dinner with her again, you know. And, and so I went down and visited her son was down the street, you know, and, and we reminisced and we visited grief again. And, uh, that's one thing a lot of us guys don't do is, is allow grief to come in. And it's part of life. But uh, I'm sure my wife is in a better place today. And I'm, uh, I have a lot of fond memories of her. And, uh, and I, I, sometimes I even laugh about some of the memories that we used to have together. Anyway, uh, life is good for me. I have no complaints today and I, because I just live in today. This is it, right? This apartment here I live in. I can't do anything about yesterday. I made I made most of my amends that I can think of, unless you can think of one or two. 
and uh, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So none of my business. Uh, when it happens, I'll I'll have to deal with it. You know. So anyway, thanks so much for listening, fellas. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much, Dave, for your share. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Can I go to the Church of Fred in Atlanta, Georgia? <laughs> All right. Um, 